moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. our wisdom with the world and feeling comfortable in it. That's what it's going to be all about today on the Moving to Oneness a podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Mylene Elke, your host, and I got a fascinating woman all the way over the big Atlantic and then over the US, all the way in the Vancouver, Canada, to bring you some insight, new insights of using your body as a a, a player where you can bounce ideas back and forth and bring out more of your creativity into the world. So everyone, welcome with me, Denise Cambiotti. Hello, Denise, how are you? Hello, I'm so happy to be with you. And I've been listening to past podcasts and you do have fascinating speakers. So I'm honored to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Fascinating people. You know, life is too short. Anyone who brings a spark to the our world, to our existence is for me, a bright light to be shared with many, many <laughs> around the world. And Denise, when I met you, I felt that there is something in you uh, talking about the spark that ignites people, also ignites the nervous system, ignites uh, the physical, muscular, uh, the cells really that move the muscles and the nervous. There is something um, and the thoughts and the love behind it. So the intention that you bring as a beautiful light being in my eyes to this uh, world uh, is remarkable and you do it so softly and quietly <laughs> and I love that a really really wise woman so thank you Denise for taking time uh, to be here I would be curious so how did it start because somehow you must have felt that you have an attunement for conversing really in a way with the body of others or also your own body when did you notice in life did that start what an interesting question when I was a little girl it was common for people to say what do you want to be when you grow up and I grew up quite sheltered I didn't have a model of women in the world I really didn't I knew they could be nurses. I knew they could be teachers. I knew that they could be librarians. And 
that was, you know, and secretaries. And it turned out I've done all those roles in an interesting way in my life. But it wasn't until I walked into a chiropractor's office because of terrible neck pain that I really went, that's what I want to do when I grew up. And I was about 28 years old at the time. And so I was driven by pain. And I had come to the realization that taking pain relievers two or three times a day for a year wasn't dealing with the headache. But headaches are natural, right? Everybody gets headaches. And you treat headaches with pain reliever. But when the neck pain came, that's when I went to see the chiropractor. And his assistant did this crazy assessment with me and was writing things down on a piece of paper after she had me put my arm out in this direction and she'd push up and sometimes my arm would unlock and she'd push down and this one would unlock and this one would be strong and this one would be strong. And she did that a number of muscles from head to toe. And I was like, oh, what is this? And I'm talking in my head, come on, come on, you can be strong. She's not pushing hard. And when the chiropractor met with me and he told me the pain in my head, my neck pain, my recurring bladder infections and constipation were all connected. I thought he's crazy. So he looks at the sheet of paper that his assistant had given of my report and he adjusted one area of my back. And then he muscle tested. This is what I've come to learn. I didn't know what it was then, but every muscle that was previously unlocked was now strong like bull. <laughs> and it, I felt such empowerment and the end, what happens, I didn't know then that muscles are connected to the organs through the meridian pathways of the body from Eastern medicine, right? Like acupuncture meridians. Yeah. So when he chose the priority correction and adjusted my back at that level, all the energy flowed throughout my entire body instantly. And I said, this is what I want to do when I grow up. But I was 28 in Northern Canada. I was about to start a family. There was no way I was going to travel away to school, university for eight to 12 years. There's just no way. And that's just, it sat in the background until I had another sign. It's really fascinating uh, to hear that as you were speaking, around that age 27 i think it was maybe it was also 28 i have to do some calculations um i also was going to a chiropractor just because someone in the my martial arts class said oh you can before you get an operation because i wanted to get a leg extension <laughs> almost an inch i said go to this chiropractor and i went to him and he said oh mylene you don't really have such a uh, leg difference it is all in your hips and we can do something uh, about it and adjust it and then there is just a quarter of an inch change like, wow and with that I can live <laughs> and he showed me and that if I think about it was also the start in a learning how I can not repair readjust my body but that there's so many professions 
I was at that time a student of landscape architecture that do that. And then I, you know, I, as the ball got rolling when I moved then to Atlanta, I met Rolfa and she was able to give more space to my muscle structures and body and, and change the movement and how the shoulders fell. And then that went into the whole idea of then later, you know, what else is there? And the shaman, where does it come from? These energies, this light, why is this a possible? So it is funny. I did not know that it, around the same time in life, we both had an experience that supported us in becoming more of who we are. So now what was the other experience in life later that nudged you even further? Well, let's just say that feeling more vitality and energy, that's nice, right? Who wouldn't yes. want that? But what was noticeable is all my headaches went away. Neck pain was gone. No more constipation. And I'm running around at my office, but you've got <laughs> You know, I was a little bit crazy because I made the connection of when your body's not functioning, how you really don't feel well and you don't even realize your body's not functioning deep inside because we don't have sensors inside. We only have these signs and the recurring bladder infection is gone. I never had another one, I think for 15 or 20 years. So these are noticeable, observable changes. And then I'm walking at the library after I moved to the Vancouver area and I see a poster back when people could post for profit <laughs> events. Yeah. They don't allow that anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, now everything's online. But it was something I'm walking past this post and I go, learn muscle testing. And I went, what's that about? I can learn muscle testing. I don't have to be a doctor. And I ran into this woman who lives a bit of a distance away from me, literally probably a 40 minute drive. And she came to the library and put a notice in my library. So that was a minor miracle. And I entered her class and I learned the lay person approach to muscle test and to offer corrections without doing chiropractic. Very gentle, very powerful very um and to ask the body what is it where are you out of balance is it uh, nutritional is it emotional is it structural and specifically address that and it, it just changed my life completely and i was learning it for the health of my family my children were quite i won't say sickly but they were a little sensitive to every little thing <laughs> and I got introduced to that idea and at another library so this is a third thing after I took my first course I saw at a library I'm just walking around the stacks they had just built this beautiful uh, building in Vancouver that resembles the Colosseum of Rome so it was this round structure with the layers and it was absolutely beautiful. And I just went for a tour. <clears throat> and again, I'm walking through the stack and all of a sudden my head turns and I go, how to cure your own allergies in minutes. Now this book is out of print. It almost fell at my feet. 
speak, right? It just, it glowed. And I got that and I figured out this is the problem my kids are having. Um, I knew I had allergies. I'd gone to a naturopath and she says, you've got allergies to 37 fruits and vegetables. And I'm going, what? How can you be allergic to stuff that's good for you? And she wanted me to go on these month-long avoidance diets, one thing at a time, and then I would visit her basically for 37 months and work through this list. And I, I, I believed I did have allergies, but that wasn't a good approach for me. So that book at that time was phenomenal. And I brought it home and I learned the technique and it wasn't, um, it wasn't written in really easily, easily for anybody mm-hmm. to, to know how to do it. But because of the background I had, I could put enough together without taking a course. And I started checking my kids and it turns out almost every food they were eating at four years old, they were reacting to. So very slowly. <laughs> Yeah. Took one kind of food of four-year-old's diet, replaced it with something else. And their health just improved incredibly. Their behavioral problems settled down. They weren't so hyper um, or moody or whatever it was. So, so many little signs like that. And then I went to an exchange of people who do this in the neighborhood. And a woman said, where did you learn to do that? And I said, she says, what system are you using? And I said, it's touch for health. And she says, well, I've learned touch for health, but I don't know to do what you're doing. And that was my first indication that there are some people who follow the curriculum that is taught all over the world, where when I get assessed every three years, I promise to teach to this curriculum. So if I have a level one student, they could go to Spain and take level two. They could go to Amsterdam, take level three and go to Australia, take level four without missing a beat. So I found it very interesting. She came to take courses with my teacher and she went down the rabbit hole and she started inviting instructors from all over the world to come to Vancouver. She would sponsor them to come and she would assemble classes and she kind of twisted my arm to come into some of those classes and I'm so grateful to her and her name's Martha and thank you Martha (laughs) she she just said you have a gift and I went no I don't I mean I had to work really hard I thought because I didn't have somebody to support me when I got stuck and because of those experiences about taking so long between level one and level two before I could progress to the next level Um, because I didn't really feel a lot of strong support. Am I doing it right? That led to me doing what I do now to make it a lot easier for people to learn consistently and at their own convenience. So that's the story behind that. But it doesn't explain what explains me getting out of bed every day. And my sons go, that's a niche market, mom. That's really hard to market. I can't help you market that. It's too much of a niche market. And I'm going... (laughs) Kid, you know, it's not all everybody that's an influencer with 10,000 people on followers on Instagram. It's about finding the right people. And when I do that, my heart sings. And when I support people to get out of pain, um, whether it's structural, emotional, or chemical, chemical being nutritional, uh, it is, it's my purpose. It's my life path. Hmm. And so I need to replicate myself. And you found me. 
Yeah, I believe uh, many, many people will come to you more and more from around the world. Uh, you have something uh, that in a way got reawakened is, is, is the wrong. But these times, there came a strong sense when you were saying in the times where you got stuck and there was no one for you. But in these moments when you got stuck, you had to rely on yourself. And you had to pull in your own wisdom and fine-tune things. And you even mentioned it at a moment then later that you found ways to improve. I don't even want to say techniques, but a healing process to speed it up. And what I love about it, it's your speed <laughs> and that you're so soft and gentle and all encompassing so the transformation feels like an envelopment in one in which one can just fall back i was lucky to have experienced you once when i was still in in pain of my neck and um, you helped me out in remembering what my movements are but the movements from my being, not the movements from a week before, a year ago, right? It went to the source of my being. And from that's how it felt. And from that source, I could come back and not manipulate. That's, yes, it's a word, but not just in a way. Adjust, align, one could say, but give back the particles the right vibration that they can go in and in a way that they can find their place and space again and go into the dance they love uh, to be in. <laughs> I have to, that's how I see it. And then the particles become very bright, lightful. They become, they get back their volume, right? It's not so condensed and uh, not so dry. So it really felt, yeah, and it's not. And the cell, when that happens in the particle and in the cell, what I find so amazing, Denise, this then improves how it also looks like in the whole body and then not just our own body but then also in our field in our energetical field that we have and better even it just goes out to other people and uh, our environment as well so it is again this play between and we're talking today about right oneness on this fun on podcast from this one to many and from the many to one and how it is a, a movement, a flexible movement the whole time and can communicate back. So and, and I as a being can improve on top of it and others can improve on top of it. And that has been neglected, I think, uh, by many uh, people or even healers 
to go back into that interplay and to give this assurance and the restfulness at the same time to have fun. <laughs> well, it, it just warms my soul at the end of a session, especially when it's a first time client and their eyeballs go, what happened? And I remember yeah. my first experience and then they, yesterday I had a woman and she says, I'm smiling. I'm not trying to smile, but I'm smiling. And she says, I'm feeling joy. And I had absolutely no expectation of that happening because I was working on a big structural issue after she'd had a car accident. Mm. Uh, I think it was in 1990. So that would be 32, 33 years ago. And she's still walking around with pain. And <laughs> she'd gone to a lot of people. 30, 33 years. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah. 33 years. So she had been doing many things and she'd gotten a little relief here, a little relief there and different things got better, but she still had this one really chronic issue. And her session was really fascinating. And it's, it's, I, I have taught a couple of therapists in the past. Somehow I attracted these really rigid university evidence-based people. And they didn't like my language. And I, I teach people that are not necessarily university trained. You two ladies happen to be, the rest of the audience isn't. I've trained engineers, I've trained housewives, I've trained um, kinesiologists who are trained at the university who go, they should be teaching this at school. This is practical. And I've taught fitness trainers. And the thing is, is I uh, I don't like to put on airs. I have studied a lot in neurology, but I don't want to spend three days explaining one term and saying this is why this is happening and it looks like magic. It really has one foot solidly in science. So I use pretty friendly language, which, well, you touch this little reflex here and you give it a little wiggle and a jiggle and you wait until it feels groovy. <laughs> these ladies are looking at me like I got horns growing out of my head and I'm going well I teach primarily kinesthetic learners so you kind of do it until it feels right and my work is yeah, like don't yeah. just feels ruby and then you you know you get or you get some sort of sign and they didn't like that very much however I absolutely refuse to make things complicated because what I teach it is so simple can I tell you a little story about a new two new customers? Both of them had. I an would experience love that because me. then it is a it's a beautiful way also for the listener to see of the possibilities. Because I'm a big believer. Before you tell the story, Denise, of that we all heal us. We all have it in us. Every single mother has it in the touch. Uh, right? We know when our hand we put it on someone. Uh, it brings warmth or pulls something out and it's not spoken about enough I believe that it is intrinsic, intrinsic whatever that it's inside of us and it wants to to bubble out and that we have the ability whatever we put our focus on to support someone and I think more and more people will be interested to learn uh, some tricks like you just uh, showed 
right that we can implement right now and uh, share with others that we love well i attract people who are healers already and there are people who wish to be healers but they don't have a system and <clears throat> yet mm -hmm. uh that they, they they believe like they've had experience like me and also didn't realize they could learn to do this too because it is non-invasive it's simple it's so simple that after i had an injury last year i have weekly coaching calls for my customers and it was summertime and i had one woman on the call and i don't even know why she was showing up she hadn't even accessed the the learning platform online yet she hadn't even well she'd opened her book and looked through it for curiosity yeah. and i said i need help and i know you want to help people and you're going to learn today and you're going to do it over zoom you don't need to do it in person and she's like oh i'm glad there's nobody else to see if this doesn't work and i'm going it's easy yeah. i taught her to open her book to a certain page and muscle test and say, I am testing on behalf of Denise and I wanna know what is the first most important muscle to help her with. So she chose a muscle. She didn't even know where in the body it is because she works in the mental health field, not the physical body field. Mm -hmm. And she named a muscle, I'm going, great choice. <laughs> turn to the page so she turns to the page oh, at least it's in the area near your injury and that went yes ma'am and then I said now show me how this muscle is supposed to move and so on the one side it moves this way very easily and on this side not so much so then I said muscle test out of the seven different corrections that the body might want it's like going to a buffet and some people are vegetarian and some people are meat eaters and some people just want dessert so muscle test which of these corrections my body would like to support that muscle so she chose two corrections and taught me how to do it and now since then I, I'm a little weird duck because after my injury, it took a while for the doctors to realize I had a nerve injury underlying everything. And it took five months to take care of it. And before that, something went clunk. <laughs> so this arm still doesn't work perfectly, but look at the range of motion. She got it to work perfectly. And I'm actually impressed. Uh, it wasn't doing that a couple of weeks ago. And... <laughs> She had my range of motion on this muscle moving. And she was like, she said, so my first customer's happy. I went very happy mm -hmm. because now I can reach and do things. I was basically saying emptying the dishwasher is my physio. Like you got to bend over, you got to pick up, you got to turn your arm, you have to lift the plate, put it on. Like when you can do it, it's so, you don't think about it. But yeah, when you have an injury in a body part, it's... Yeah, and you also get often, uh, you don't notice, you, because we get used to things very fast. So even a movement that is uh, not normal or is, it doesn't, is not in its real flow, after you do it a few times and don't have the full mo range of motion, then you get used to it and you forget that you don't have it. That's actually called learned helplessness. Oh, there's a and word for it. if okay. you do not push through, you stop, your brain stops using that part. It's like what happens with people with stroke is often the neurology resets and you're able to use that body part, but then you, you thought, 
it's gone. I'll never be able to use it again. You don't use it. And so it's learned helplessness. Mm -hmm. So there's just a whole thing about that. But the last person was a uh, in Canada, they're called physiotherapists. In the States, they're called uh, physical therapists. And she wanted to approach it with a, the energy approach. She knew that energy does stuff, that you could ask the body things. So she found me. And I said, you want to learn to work with clients over Zoom? She says, yes. She says, today is your day. Pick a muscle. Open the book. Pick a muscle. And show me how so the range of motion here, like this, perfect on the right arm. This one could only go here. And actually, I didn't even know that. All I knew is things were jammed up, but I didn't actually, I never observed that before. So then she also gave me two corrections and my arm came all the way up to exactly to the center of range of motion beautifully. And then uh, you should have seen her face, her eyeballs and her mouth. Her mouth made that perfect. <gasps> and I've got a screenshot of it for our private Facebook group for the other students, but I won't share it in public, but it was, it was so perfect to rewind the video and, get a screenshot of that because you could believe she did that by just telling me rub these spots for 30 seconds and then hold these spots for a minute. And when it feels like you feel a pulse or it feels good, you can put your hands down. I'm going, okay. But, you know and that I was it. About... The system works. It is that simple. Yeah. It, because it, it shows that because you're so open, what I love it is you are so open to show yourself when you're not in optimal health, right? As a teacher and students are allowed to work on you and see the, the, the changes. Uh, I think that shows also a lot about your uh, character. Oh, I'm greedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody think, wants to work on me, they're allowed. <laughs> yeah, I think also, you know, it's. I think the time is over that we have to do things alone. We are really a being of um, community. We've been separated. There was reasons the last 2000 years you had to vary to be individualized. So in a way to make, make us weaker, I believe. And uh, so now is the time where we also find each other. Zoom is a super and, and other softwares are super examples of bringing us uh, together from far away, right? A lot of different areas and cultures around the world and to learn about and to witness change and that provides so much strength i think denise when uh, i can see you grow and you see at the same time me grow or see the abilities or what is possible and i think the more and more people experience what is possible and are becoming more excited about change, possibility. I can try out and I I may fail, but really there's never failing because otherwise we never would do something that is wouldn't interest in uh, interest us or bring us forward to where we are heading. Yeah. And uh, so that's why I like that you give them the opportunity to work on you as well and sharing their times i also need help this vulnerability uh, that shows i think a lot 
about the way you are. It's, it's, I'm always about teachable moments Hmm. in class. Somebody arrives and let's say back, I remember when we used to teach in person and somebody arrived and I realized she went completely out of it. She was not feeling very well. And I went, okay, we're just going to teach the emotional stress release technique right now because, but would anybody like to help her stay in tune and in step with the rest of the class? And everybody's going, of course. So when a teachable moment appears, I like to be flexible enough with my experience to say, so what if we move things out of order a little bit and take care of this now? I like to say it's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. You can't hurt anybody doing this work. And one of the things that people get their eyebrows completely in a knot is when I say it's like a box of crayons. (laughs) Is there a wrong way to use a box of crayons? No. (laughs) Mother might not like you drawing on the wall, but generally speaking, does the sky have to be blue? Does the flower have to be red? Absolutely not. Do you have to draw inside the lines? No. I was at an art gallery in California on my way to a conference uh, several years ago. And there was a guy that had the black underneath and then he painted over the lines. And it was and it was absolutely the most incredible painting ever. I it was so it, it really represented what I'm about. You don't have to draw in the lines to make something beautiful. Oh, that's so important because we're so unique, all of us. Uh, different, it is yes, and similar at the same uh, time. But we have to explore who we are and what talents uh, we have and who is to give us certain ways to do things, Right. It's maybe sometimes helpful to start with something. We can replicate something to learn, but, but, but then to be courageous to go and try it in our way, to put our own shoes, or if you would talk about food, bring our own herbs along or, or flavors to see what happens then. And then it everything becomes richer. Our life becomes richer the life with others becomes richer and also as when it becomes richer we value everything that exists because we value then also our own richness and the richness of others of nature and then we don't destroy so much if it's not needed (laughs) here comes the wizard through Um, if you just but we provide then and see the world in optimizing it and bringing it more light and shining and grow faster and more beautiful. That then. I know that each one of us has an aspect inside of ourselves that is a healer. Mm-hmm. Is how could you? How could your body heal a cut, a broken bone? Like. How does that happen? So we all have different aspects. And at different times in our life, there's an aspect that's stronger or more wants to be more dominant. And it could be the organizer, the leader, the 
the, the parent, the, you know, there are all these roles, basically. But inside each of us, there is a healer, whether you know it or not. And some of us, it's our true essence and path to add some of that to support the people in your lives, even if you don't do it professionally. As I did it, I did it for my kids. Mm -hmm. I started working with clients. Uh, one of my very first, uh, I when I recently moved here, I didn't have a network of friends. And I took my kids to the elementary school and one day Chris wasn't there. I'm like, what's going on with Chris? And she says, oh, didn't you hear? She had emergency bowel resectioning. She's in the hospital. She's a sick puppy. And I went to visit her and I was, hey, I've missed you the last couple of days at school. And, and I says, when, when you get out, I've just learned this new healing modality. And I don't know if I could help you, but I, I would love to offer some support. And she was so weak. She had to have a friend driver and hold her arm as she walked from the car to get to my kitchen. She sat down and uh, she was too weak to muscle test. And in the touch for health system, you can work with a surrogate. And basically it's like, you know, when you surrogate for a pregnancy, you have somebody who carries the baby for you. In muscle testing, you can just have your hand on the person and the you test the healthy, strong person. The electricity flows from one body to the next. They take their hand off. I test this muscle. It locks. They put their hand on. The muscle unlocks. It's crazy. It is based on electrical. My mother always told me, don't put the butter knife in the electrical socket. You'll get a shock. And if you see somebody doing that and you go pull on them, you'll get the shock. And I went, weird, random fact. Thanks, mom, for teaching me that. <laughs> and long after she passed away, we were having a sibling dinner. And I went, so why did mom tell me that? And my one brother said that's because of me. He says, why would you put butter knives in the electrical socket? He says, I like the tinkle. <laughs> but <laughs> it drove my mom crazy. So she taught me, you don't pull them off the, the, you don't try to pull the knife away. You don't try to pull them away with the knife. You go, and at that time we had the fuses. You have to unscrew the fuse. Now it's a circuit breaker. Yeah, yeah. You trip the circuit breaker and then that stops the electricity and then you can pick them up without getting the shock. So funny, weird little things happen in my life like that. So we're working with the surrogate for Chris. And I thought I was a failure because I could only find one muscle that would not function. It was nobody home. The muscle was like a piece of limp spaghetti. And we corrected it. And then I went through and I checked all the other muscles and they all were checking in, checking in. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I thought, I must be doing something wrong. She just came out of hospital from a bowel resectioning, you know, surgery. I had the belief that she'd be way out of whack and I could maybe adjust a whole lot of things to help her. And I only found one thing and I thought I had done wrong. She left and I'm going, I'm so sorry to get you all the way over here just to fix one thing. I'm so sorry. I know it took you a lot of energy to get here. I am so sorry. And she looked at me and she says, well, that was interesting. And two days later, she comes pounding up in the, at the playground after she dropped her kid off at the other door down there. And she says, Mrs. Cambiotti, what did you do to me? And I'm going, oh, what did I do wrong? I really felt, you know, I was so insecure. I felt, what did I do wrong? She says, I don't know what you did. And I says, I turned on your spleen meridian. It's for your immune system. I don't know. It was the latissimus dorsi muscle that we worked on. And, and it, it talks to the spleen. And, and she says, I don't know what you did. She says, but 
She says, I went home, I had a nap. I got up, went to sleep. The next day I got up at eight o'clock in the morning. I went through the whole day. I didn't need to sleep. I just rested on the couch when the kids came home to get ready for their activity and go off with dad and whatever. She says, and I went to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And I went, yeah. She says, you don't understand. It was like a normal day and I'm going, yeah. She says, well, until I saw you, I was sleeping 16 hours a day and the very next day, I'm not. She says, and the hours I was awake, I was good for nothing. I was laying limp as a noodle. And so I tell the story to my students and I say, even when you think you're doing it wrong and that you haven't done much, you've done a lot. The trust in, in our intuition or in our movement. So not everyone gets something said or sees. Uh, many of us uh, act on cognitive. Or we are the uh, direct channel. So whatever we create comes through. And you're a beautiful example of that. That whatever you think and intend just comes through and to trust that. So a lot of us, it's important, I would say, that we believe in ourselves. And that's again, go back to seeing each other, being there for each other and your compassion for this lady uh, and to invite her and to say, I'm going to give you time. Come, I'll, I'll support you. This love that's behind it so there comes so much intention, there comes so much uh, healing through. Um, and then whatever you do, I think every single uh, movement, you don't have a movement that is not focused and has a determination. Uh, this is uh, something very uniquely also about you. You just act on what needs to be done and sometimes you're totally right it needs only one and then the spiral goes off and uh, does it work itself and for to give it time often i say right if we create something uh, we heal thing we set something new in motion before that can happen sometimes an old reality something else has to uh, dissolve, fall back, and that needs time before then the other can go. We have uh, to learn sometimes to be patient. I think if I, this, if I learned something of uh, my uh, teachers in uh, all these decades, it's patience and then trust in ourselves and uh, the hugeness in the cosmos of all. I've had great models. My instructors have been top notch and they model persistence and to do whatever you do, do it with love because it is the love that's really doing the work. And I've seen people who don't do the modality I do perfectly mm -hmm. and yet they're still getting results. So do you have a simple thing that we can give along? Now, for everyone who's just listening, maybe you have to come over <laughs> to Moving to Oneness on YouTube and to see what Denise, can you give a little tip what you've noticed would be helpful to 
anyone let's say we're all sitting a lot we're bending also our neck we're looking at screens um, or maybe you have another idea that you can give a little trinket a little gift on to the oh, world i'd be very happy very very happy thank you <laughs> i have a humble little video i can give you as a link to this so people can okay. click on the video and just see um in addition to watching you on youtube you post on YouTube or your channel, wherever you are. Yeah. Um, they could also see this. I went, you know, it was the end of my day and I had a sore neck. And whenever I go to network events where somebody says, Denise, do one of your little magic tricks. Do that neck thing again. <laughs> it's very, very popular. Could I share that one? Please, that would be lovely. Okay. Most of us do carry a lot of tension in our upper shoulders and our neck. And if you just sit comfortably and only turn your head slowly to one side or the other it doesn't matter and you turn to see how far can you comfortably turn and take a measurement where's your nose pointed towards and then come back to the center and did you notice any pulling while you were doing that any tension anywhere yeah, in your body i did yeah 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 in uh, a little bit in the upper shoulder where the neck starts along the vertebrae yeah perfect now look the other way and notice if you can go further or not, or the same. And do you feel tension anywhere? And it might not be just in the neck or shoulders. So for me, you notice it's, it's, it's a neck, little yeah, bit different. Again, yeah, a little, uh, It I could feel like it was going a little like this from the neck into the shoulder. I'm going to come off my um, earbuds right now. What we're going to do is we're going to activate over 300 acupuncture points while we activate the neurology of our head being turned one way and then the other. And when you're activating the acupuncture points at the same time as you're activating the nervous system, the muscles, and all the little reflexes to say, when you're turned this way, your brain knows to switch off certain muscles. In case you're falling, some muscles have to relax so other muscles can, can get tight. Mm -hmm. It recalibrates all kinds of communication between multiple groups of muscles. And it's so simple. So what we're going to do is don't do it now, but I'm going to model it close to the camera. You're going to start at the top of your ear and you're going to pinch at the top to and unroll the curled over part of your ear and while you do that you're also going to pull your ear away from your head and you're going to move one thumb width or one finger width at a time all the way down the ear and get all the way down to the earlobe and if your earrings are in the way you take the earrings off and then we're going to go back up and we're going to unroll we're going to pull and you see how pink my ear is getting yes this is uh, definitely feeling warm. So we're going to do that activity about five times. So there's a trick to this. You rub the ear, pull on the ear, the side you turn. So I'm going to turn my head to the right and do this on my right ear. You cannot see what I'm doing because my head's turned away from the screen. So would you like to follow along with me and turn your head as far as you can? That's the trick. And do your best unroll the ear and pull the ear away 
and your thumb is rubbing and pulling and your fingers, you're literally massaging the whole uh, outside part of your ear. And there are lots of acupuncture points there. And the acupuncture points, they connect to every organ and gland of the body. So you're doing some pretty interesting work when you're doing this. So that's probably about three times. We're going to do it at least one more time. As long as you do it thoroughly, you don't have to do it five times. And I'm going one more for luck. And take a breath and then turn your head back to the center and take a pause. Now we're going to turn the other way. How pink is your ear? Look at mine. Okay, now I'm going to turn to the left and I'm going to do the same activity with my left ear. Okay, everyone, so turn, I have turn, a, my, turn, head, turn your chin my as headphone as in there, but that's okay. This is live. Yeah, so turn your head. Don't hurt yourself. No. And give that ear a good massage and a good pull. Now, it's also helpful to listen to sounds when you do this because you get a secondary benefit. His auditory messages coming in are now getting filed to the right part of your brain for you to recall what you heard. So this is a really good technique for students of all ages, oh, people who have to attend yes. Zoom meetings for Or work. even if we are on Zoom again, that's also, we remember what we have conversed about. Wow. So when you finish that, you can okay. turn and face center. Now, I invite you to turn your head again, see how far you can go and notice. Oh, much further. I'm going much further. Oh, both sides, extremely, even the one that was so tight. And, you know, even while I was doing the rubbing, I noticed it opened up everything under the arm, so between the arm and the breast, right? So if we sit on the computer and we have our hands in front, that tight. We pinch in here, and yes. while the rubbing and pulling, that area opened up as well, it had nothing really to do also with the neck in a way, yes but it created more uh, openness. So I feel now, and I'm still feeling it move, the shoulders falling back, the chest can come out more forward automatically. Um, the, the arms moved a little back, it's hard to say, but that shoulder and the shoulders hang freely, right? So they, they, they move back a little more muscle tuning in a way in my bicep, bicep, yeah, can I? And yeah, and I have a bigger smile. I smile a little bit. <laughs> With I mean, I smile a lot, but it's a natural smile that moved into my cheeks. My cheeks popped up. Wonderful report. Not works <laughs> for all the the podcast listeners who can't see that, so that they know. So... And they had to listen through my my thumbing and the. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you everyone for being so patient and go coming along. Now, wow. if you don't get as much of a relief uh, or release as you wish, just repeat it. 
It takes you a minute and a half at the most. Yeah, watching television when you're looking at the sun in the morning or even probably lying in bed. You can do it in, in many different places, right? So we're under different conditions. Sitting wow. at a red And light. also my neck went back. So I noticed uh, the whole head is further back. The, I mean, it's like nice. <laughs> it's profound because you've got 20 pounds sitting on top of your neck. And if you can adjust the tension of the muscles in front and back of your neck, your head can move when you're used to being like this or whatever it is, or look down here. It's much better. And then your whole posture is better. So it is yeah. a profound, simple little trick, <clears throat> technique, <laughs> that anybody can do. And it is literally that easy, even if you're just listening on the radio or the podcast on the audio. You just turn your head and you yank on your ear for a little while and you do your best to isolate only move your neck and your arm that's doing and if you cannot reach it you can sit in a chair and have somebody else pull on your ears for you and, and it's if, fun to if do one it hand can't reach like before this arm wasn't working that great i couldn't even get i couldn't even lift it to do this you could just take your other arm come up over your head and if that one's very flexible, you can activate your whole ear with the other arm. Again, it's like a box of crayons. The objective is to turn your neck and activate the ear with a pull and activate all those acupressure points. Wow, so I, I feel a buzzing now. So it's like it, 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 you, you uh, ignited something and there's now flow of energy. Uh, or you call it electricity moving through. I'm noticing. I'm also getting now a little warmer um, in my upper body. I love it. And while you were speaking, I said, children will love that. That's fun. And I also know, uh, are those, uh, the ear is a full uh, rep, uh, replicas the wrong way, but uh, acupuncture and acupressure points for all of our organs. And so really we're doing so much more with this one simple exercise. I remember a long time ago when I did work uh, yoga with the Koreans and healing, they would do that and pull. So I sometimes, you know, we do automatic things and I invite everyone to remember in what moments you automatically maybe touch your ear and start playing with your ear. So that is also a good sign to maybe do a little bit more and uh, in utilize what Denise just taught us in in unrolling. I love the really the word unrolling and bringing vibration, higher vibration back to the ear, your head, your neck, your shoulders, and really then also your whole body. And on top, I love it. Be more attuned or in tune and it's also the ear right to really hear the audio and the sound of our environment and then when we are in that we become more in harmony and balance with if it's a computer and what is in the computer and who we're talking around the world with but also if you're outside with nature wow denise what a beautiful gift uh, for welcome. all of and us, I really appreciate it. Thank you. I have one short little story to summarize why okay, you might please. want to use this technique for another reason. 
I was visiting a friend and I was doing the muscle testing, muscle tuning work with her. And at the end, I kind of listened to my intuition and says, I think we need to lock in the benefits of this body, this body work session essentially is what I was doing by doing this technique. So I invited her to turn her head, pull her ears, all this. And she had to call me back a couple of days later. And she says, do you know the next day I went to one of those in-person network events? This was many moons ago, back when people used to do things in person. She says, I've been to this event every single month for years. I just go because I like have breakfast and meet with people. I've never gotten a single customer before. But I went yesterday and I actually heard somebody when I says, hi, I'm a chartered accountant. And da, 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 right. And she suddenly finally said to me, oh, I could use an accountant. And I heard her invitation to say, well, would you like to have a meeting with me? Here's my business card. And she says, I can't tell you how many other times in the past people would say that to me, but I never understood what they were saying. So how profound is that, that she heard an opportunity and got a new client because she was able to respond to what she was hearing. Feeling comfortable enough comes to my mind. Feeling comfortable enough to be valued by others and really saying yes and to also be comfortable to being seen. We spoke about that. That came up a few times during our conversation today, Denise. And so that provides safety for people, comfort and the curiosity to move forward to go into a relationship with someone else and to start playing and exchanging of wisdom of work of whatever that comes Ooh. <laughs> what it, it's beautiful. the possibilities are endless when yeah. you are more in tune with what you're noticing wonderful magical 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 so in tune with being one and all of your uh, facets right but also being in tune with everything else that exists so you moved all of us into oneness what a beautiful end but before i would love for you to share how people get can get in touch with you i'll have everything in the show notes but do voice it once for us now that we listen so much better <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the invitation you can always email me at denise at muscletuners.fit. And Denise is D-E-N-I-S-E at, and the word muscle, M-U-S-C-L-E, tuners with an S on the end. So T-U-N-E-R-S dot fit. The first three letters of the word fitness. And I'm on LinkedIn. If you search around, there's a couple Denise Cambiotis on Facebook, but you'll see my smiling face. And yeah, website is muscletuners.fit. And I invite people to go take a look for, uh, I have six free tips that anybody can use. Just as a little quick three minute video, I learn a tip. Mm, fascinating thank you very much and for this beautiful time a gift that we were spending uh, together 
here on the show and every one of you. Um, the muscle tuners fit fits really because to be fit, our muscles go also into optimal uh, vibration and you are then in tune with yourself and everything existing. This becomes more and more important this year and for the future because of many of you who are listening you are forerunners for many to follow and uh, are here to heal the world so we can step into being more of who we are so become fit take the time for yourself to feel yourself again fully right and then Come back and share it with the world or Denise or me and let us know what it brought for you and the best of luck. Denise, thank you very much. The best to you. You're fantastic. <laughs> Big fan of you. And I'll see you again, everyone. I'm Mylene Elke, your host of the Moving to Cross Bye-bye. Bye-bye.